Greetings, welcome sharps, newbies, and squares, which we'll explain. It's Play On with Jory and Harley. I'm Jory Middlestad, otherwise known as Ball Guy Number One. That's I, Harley Redlick, Ball Guy Number Two. Can I be Number One? You are, well, you're older, so you can be Ball that, Guy Number One. This is true. I am older. We are powered by PointsBet, the official sports book of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, which of course includes the Leafs, the Raptors, TFC, and your Argos. Not my Argos. I don't know. Are the he Argos? is wearing a J shirt. Are the Argos? I'm not out. even sure if they're part of MLSE. It's a complicated structure for a losing team, but whatever. The other three are amazing. TFC, Raptors, Leafs, and of course the Blue Jays. We got a lot of good teams in Toronto. And also NBC, proud partner of PointsBet, and so much more. This is the debut edition, the opening show, whatever you want to call it. It is a podcast. We'll be with you each and every Thursday as we are today live from the bottom line on Front Street in downtown Toronto. If you don't know where that is, it's literally next door to the Hockey Hall of Fame. And a place with incredible chicken wings, so you uh, should come down. I was going to lead you right into but that. But I love the chicken wings so much, I thought I'd jump you on that. So we'd love to see you come down anytime, say hi, hang out, enjoy the wings, the drinks. Uh, always great atmosphere. We've been here a couple times, and I will also say that the wings are pretty darn good. And I've eaten a lot of wings in my time, as I know you have, right? Uh, we both could do with a few less chicken wings, but... <laughs> so let's tell everybody first what we're going to do each and every week. This is kind of a unique show. It's our first. And so we want to introduce everybody to us, who we are, our backgrounds, why we're qualified to talk about sports betting. You certainly more than me. Um, but during the course of the NFL season, we will be NFL dominant, right? We're going to handicap games. We're going to look at line moves. We're going to do everything related to betting on the National Football League. Uh, and starting next week, there won't be games yet, but there will be two weeks tonight, right? The big opener, uh, Bills-Rams, which Un we're all looking forward to. Unbelievable opener. Yeah, I mean, it's opener. a pick em. The Bills are at the Super Bowl champions. I think they're even I'm going to check the points bet lines right now. <laughs> I think they're actually even a small favorite in the Rams, which is a testament to uh, Josh Allen and that team. While you look that up. Um, Got the answer. They're a two and a half point favorite right now. A really? points bed minus 140 on the money line. So the Bills are like over 55% chance to beat the Rams in, I was about to say St. Louis, but it's LA. I, you're having a, you're, you're going to call the Chargers San Diego multiple times, oh, are you they not? Are, they'll always be okay. the San Diego Chargers. Okay. My dad still calls the the football cardinals team st louis they've been in arizona for like 30 years so uh, it's a, more than that. it's a red lick sports betting thing okay next week we'll we will also be nfl focused uh, but we're going to talk mostly about futures and win totals and how we look at and bet on the national football league and again my perspective is going to be a little different than yours and you'll understand that in just a minute we're also going to have a couple guests today Nick Salski, the Chief Commercial Officer at PointsBet Canada, will join us, as will their head trader, Corey Travers, a little later in the show. And again, the goal here is to be informative and entertaining. We're certainly going to try our best to do both. So, having said that, let's just talk quickly about our own backgrounds. I'll let you go first. You are a professional gambler. Explain how you got there. And what is a professional gambler, for those who don't know? So there's no technical definition of a professional gambler in Canada. Fortunately, if you're Canadian, 
you don't pay taxes on gambling winnings, yes. unlike in the U.S., and it's way less of a headache, and cases have gone to the Court of Appeal, and real pro gamblers have gotten thrown out, and one guy actually tried to write off his poker losses from his law firm billings because he said he was a professional gambler. He's also a friend of mine. He works around the corner. Let's remember him. Maybe we'll bring him on one time. But my background came law degree, MBA. I was a former banker. I take an analytical and mathematical approach to sports betting with strong results. I've been virtually cut off by Bet365 in the OLG online for being sharp. I literally can't bet 10 bucks on these sites. Well, because you took OLG for a lot of money. OLG I took for a lot of money back in the paper days, cashing six figures on ProLine 13 times over 17 years. Bet365, I, they made a mistake. I, I, whatever, 40, 50 grand a profit later from me, they decided when they were great, I could only bet five bucks. As soon as they became legally licensed here, I was cut off that morning. Like, what was it? April 4th was the big day? Five dollars. So anyway, so, so and points bet hasn't cut you off yet. Points bet is not coming <laughs> Nor off. Nor will points they. Points bet's credit. Uh, they take bets uh, faster and better than than most of the shops. I took Pinnacle Sports for forty five k when Mind That Bird won the Derby. I've created and taught courses at Osgood, my alma mater, on gambling law as an adjunct professor. So I think that sounds better. Professional gambler or professor of law. You could pick which credentials you want to go with. I'm a regular speaker, Canadian and international sports betting conferences. Just spoke at Sigma in June. TSN The Edge, The Parlay, Guaranteed Money, Fan 590. They've all had me on as sports betting experts, but doing play on with you. That's the pinnacle of success yeah. because yeah, right. you are the legend of yeah, sports yeah, yeah, betting yeah, yeah. radio in Toronto. Tell the people. Just cut that shit out right now. Legend. Local. Would, le lo find local legend. Yeah, like Nobody's maybe, heard of you outside of Toronto. Maybe in my house in Thornhill, but that's about it. No. So quickly on my background, at least why I'm here today, is I hosted the one and only sports betting radio show in Toronto. And for parts of about 15 years, we were national. On the Fan 590, for those who are sports fans, you'll know what that is. Um, the show started as Inside the Lines. I did it with two co-hosts for a long time. Uh, an actual legend in sports betting circles, and I know you agree, Randall the Handle. Yeah, long-time writer for The Sun. He's done, though, eh? Oh, The Sun, yes, he's I read. I read in. his picks more in The Sun. He's done, he's retired, he's just watching sports and betting sports that from is his correct. phone now. He's a good friend, still in touch with him, as well as Steve Rapp was my other co-host, uh, otherwise known as AKA House Money. Um, along, along the way, it turned into a two-person show, but we did it for 15 years, as I said, on The Fan, and... Um, Otherwise, my background as a sports better is I'm just a regular Joe. I'm a casual guy, but I understand the language. I understand how it works. And so with a little broadcast background, I'm kind of the host and you're the professional. And that's how it will go. The only thing I can say about my sports betting prowess is this. I first put a hundred dollars into a gray market account can we say that 15 years ago and uh, 50 actually might have been a little longer uh, maybe as many as 17 18 years ago a hundred bucks I have withdrawn money once and it was a very low amount I don't remember the exact but it was under a hundred and I've never deposited money in that account 
That's pretty impressive. What, is that, what, what does that mean? That's, uh, you could I, be a grinder. I'm a grinder? Yeah, you're a low-limit grinder. Maybe if you move to, like, India or Africa, you could live on two bucks a day of professional sports betting. Right, because if I've only put 100 bucks in my account and I've never really withdrawn much and I've never put in any Still in, a good sign. Well, that'll tell you the kind of stakes I'm playing. Um, and I'm the guy who, when I, I'm wagering when I'm watching, and I have a lot of trouble <clears throat> in advance making picks. So you're going to hear a ton of bullshit, wishy-washy stuff from me if, I get, if I'm asked to make a pick because I'm like the last-minute guy, okay? I'm, I know which games I'm going to watch. So I, right, I sit down, I open my account, now points bet, and that's when I'm going to make my play. I, I will do whatever handicapping I'm going to do literally last minute for a couple reasons. I'm a last-minute kind of guy, but also I want the most up-to-date information if I'm going to wager my own money. And so that's about the, the quick synopsis of why I'm here, who I am. I have a, another business, but this is my passion, sports, and betting on sports as a subset of that passion. And along those lines, you're going to hear us talk a lot about managing your money, wagering within your means, and things like that. And so I'm gonna say it now, and I'll probably say it again before the end of this show, because it's super important, both to us and to points bet. And so I'm gonna read this. It's, it's not this hiding the anything. proper responsible gambling verbiage, and then Correct. I'll explain to the listeners and viewers So point, the real this takeaways. is before we bring Nick on, who may blow this all up, but PointsBet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience, but if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connex Ontario Helpline at 1-866-531-2600. I'll say it again, 1-866-531-2600, or message PointsBet's amazing customer support, and they will help you personally. And you're going to hear this, you're going to hear that again, but you're going to hear us talk about Real, the, the most important thing for any gambler, especially newbies, and I want to talk about newbies and squares and sharps, is gamble within your means. I, as a young man, lived the nightmare of gambling beyond my means, and it was a great lesson. I didn't get hurt in a big way, but it really shaped how I decided to bet going forward. We're going to talk a lot about bankroll management later in the show and yep. what that means for a professional. We're also going to talk what it means for a casual better, how to play within your means, how to responsibly go about doing this, figuring out realistic expectations, where you stand and where you go. It's funny you mentioned when I was a kid, do you remember the charity blackjack? Yeah, remember sure. The, the charity blackjack, blackjack casinos. Yeah. I remember dealing and I was making 10 bucks an hour and it was part time and I was 18 years old. And there were guys dealing there trying to pay off gambling debts. And they owed guys like 20, 30K. Imagine being on your feet at 10 bucks an hour trying to pay off 20, 30K. At that point in time, I'm like, you got to figure this out better than that. So Yeah, no question about it. So before we talk more about us, why we're here, and why you should hopefully listen to us, let's bring in the Chief Commercial Officer at PointsBet Canada, fellow bald man, but he's wearing a hat to cover it up. Don't be shy. Nick, Don't be Nick, embarrassed. Nick Salski. Be shy. I won't be shy. But we will. How are you, Nick? Good, good. We will have somebody with hair on. There you go. 
You can put it back on. See, now. if I would have known it would have been a three amigos of baldness, I would have well, shaved I'm, my head I'm a lot. Of, I'm a once a week guy, so Are I'm, I'm midweek here. Yeah. Actually, I'm getting closer. I'm a Saturday guy. So I have more hair than nor- earlier in the week. Are you at this allowed point. to? We're all Jews, also. Are you allowed to shave your head on Shabbat? Like, come on. Yes, let's, I let's am. Just, we're talking about talk the chicken wings now. at the bottom line. That's right. I, I, <laughs> we're all secular. All we're all secular, right? Well, there you go, all there religions you go. been thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Nick, we're gonna give you a, a couple minutes here. What do people need to know about points bet? Why is it won awards as best sports book and things of that nature? We're going to give you the floor and let you plug away. Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing for, for you guys and for everyone to understand about PointsBet is it's all about the user and it's all about the product, right? We're one of the only sports betting operators in the entire world who actually controls our entire tech stack. And what that means is we can offer the most markets, the fastest markets, the most exciting types of bets. And most importantly for us up here in Canada and Ontario, we can customize those bets to the types of sports that the Ontario and the Toronto sports fan loves the most, right? Or the Ottawa sports fan, or the London sports fan, right? And based on the ability of our platform, we're able to feed those markets to you wherever you happen to be in the province. So ultimately, I can go off and talk about our partnerships and our, you know, we're, we're now over 55 people in Toronto. We're boots on the ground. We're building an incredible business here in Canada. We have great partnerships, but ultimately, We're here for the fans, right? We're here for the gamblers, and we're here to create the most fun, exciting experience possible. And as I recall, are you guys still the only game in town that can do same-game, in-game parlays on certain sports? Yeah, we are the only operator that had live, in-game, same-game parlay for NBA games, which is obviously super exciting. And, you know, football season's coming. And then we have NBA and NHL coming, and we have some incredible features that we're going to roll out for the beginning of of each of those amazing seasons, not to mention the beginning of the curling season, which starts on September 21st. So talk quickly about this cool event that you guys have created. Yeah, thanks. And this is a a shameless plug that I have no problem (laughs) leaning right into. No, I mean, Curling Canada is one of our incredible partners, and what we've done is we've created the first ever single elimination curling tournament ever which you know so for, it's like march madness it's for like curling. march madness for curling most curling tournaments are like complicated round robins that's cool but ultimately what we wanted to do is we wanted to create an experience that was a little bit easier to understand and candidly more fun so we have 16 guys teams 16 girls teams or men's and women's teams and it's a single elimination bracket contest uh for the for the five days september 21st to 26th in fredericton and uh yeah it's going to be a lot of fun that sounds awesome. I'm glad you <laughs> talked about the tech platform. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to comment and commend you guys for what you did with the Durant situation on Tuesday. So at 11 a.m., obviously, the Brooklyn Nets said Durant's coming back. And at 11.30 in the morning, score still didn't offer NBA futures. FanDuel and DraftKings odds were down to like 7, 8 to 1. You guys had a 10 to 1 on the Nets. So again... With line shopping, that's an awesome premium. Because you have your own tech platform, you're not scared, you can adjust. Maybe you took a hit or two with some liability, and we can ask Corey about the effects of that. But again, I just want you to comment on that, because those, to me, are key reasons why betters need your accounts. Well, and before you do that, I know this sounds like we're really kissing your ass, but today, 
because I wanted, if we have time, I may talk a little bit about the upcoming U.S. Open tennis, the final Grand Slam of the year. So Novak Djokovic would be, have been the favorite, and he was at points bet. Well, announcement comes out today that he's out. He had to withdraw because he can't travel to the U.S. And I was looking at the odds last night in preparation for today, and literally within two minutes, Djokovic was off, and all your odds were adjusted. That's being on the ball. You know, it's one thing to say that you have an incredible technology platform, right, that enables us to have the fastest markets, best cash outs, all of those sorts of things. But at the end of the day, you also have to have an incredible team. And, I mean, you guys will meet Corey in, in, in a little bit. And Corey is a part of our global trading team. We, we trade our own markets, right? So, ultimately, we have people 24 hours paying attention to all the sports, all the news. So, we're able to react that quickly. We're not dependent on some random third-party odds provider to figure out a way to update their, their, their feed so our platform can serve to users a line that's, that's up to the minute. No, no, we have our own traders. We have our own team all over the world, both in Australia and North America and in Europe. So ultimately when news breaks, that's, that's one of their goals, right? We need to react quickly because ultimately, again, we're here for the user. You're, and you're willing, correct, you you're go. willing to risk your money and a little bit of your profit to give the users the optimal experience. Bingo. And if you third-party outsource, the third-party risk managers, when in doubt, pull it, yep. figure it out, because their motto is don't lose money versus let's service the customers. That's it. I mean, ultimately, sports gambling is about, I mean, it's about having fun. Yes. Yeah, of course, there's, there's a level of winning that people like. People also like feeling like they're right when they're predicting when they're making their bets. I, that's what I like about it. Um, but the reality is, it is, to Harley, to your point, it's all about the user, right? It's not hard. Well, it is hard, but it, the hardest part about being a sports gambling operator is not acquiring customers. Hey, I can, we can go out there, we can spend hundreds of dollars on, on Facebook, on Twitter, on, on conventional, you know, uh, conventional media to acquire a customer. That, that's not hard, money, money does that. Keeping customers retaining them, building a level of loyalty with them, that's the most important thing that any other operator or any operator should think about. And that's where having great trading, having great markets, having a great product, having great customized marketing really helps PointsBet stand out um, in, in relation to other operators. All right. So I can tell you about my personal experience. I signed up for a PointsBet account a couple months back. And I love the way you guys message the users, especially yesterday. I got a really cool email about a same game parlay. Check this out. Insurance on a four leg baseball parlay. Yeah, I saw so it. What sucks? You win three out of four. You lose one. You get a credit. That was the email I got. I thought that was great stuff. Keep it up. I'm sure the customers appreciate it. Well, it's, it's test and learn, right? I mean, ultimately by signing up at points bet, you know, what, the, the, our goal is to try and create the best sports gambling experience we can get, right? Yeah, we have great partnerships. We have great, you know, our new ad campaign launches like literally tonight. You know, we have great fun content. But at the end of the day, we want to make sure that a sports gambler gets the best experience. And yes, product helps, promotions help, and ultimately content is going to help. And that's why we're here at the incredible bottom line in downtown Toronto to start serving 
the great sports fans of Canada just awesome gambling content, right? All right. So before we let you go, because this is not the Knicks show. Hey, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Hey, I'm wearing a points bet hat and everything. So last thing, just your thoughts on how things have gone thus far in Ontario since it launched mid-April. Um, you had hockey playoffs, basketball playoffs, but no NFL, which we know is king even in Canada. But just and you guys have actually released some numbers. So just some, you know, your thoughts on as it um, exceeded your expectations in terms of the the amount of users and action and handle below expectations. Just give us a little summary of where things are at this point. No, I mean we we really viewed this kind of April to August as really our it's our launching point, right? Unlike every and and Harley and you guys alluded to it earlier. Unlike every other operator in Ontario right now, we didn't have a pre-existing database. PointsBet right. has never operated in the gray market. We didn't have a daily fantasy sports platform. We didn't have a casino property or a big media company. So we literally had to start from scratch, right? And what our focus was and is on quality over quantity, we want to find the right sports bettors. We want to engage them the right way, the way they deserve. And so what we have experienced in the early stages of the market is just a level of excitement around our platform, right? I mean, ultimately, you're, when you turn on the television, you're not being bombarded by 30-second points fed ads. You never will be. We are activating on the ground. We're at the bottom line. We're on golf. We're at golf courses. We're at BMO Field. We're at TD Place in Ottawa with our incredible Red Blacks partners. We're going to be at Scotiabank with MLSE, right? Ultimately, we want to be able to get to the sports fans face-to-face -face because we have to introduce our brand to people first. So while the numbers that we're seeing are only going to continue to grow, what I'll say is the beginning of the market has actually exceeded our expectations because of the quality of Gambler that's starting to discover our, our product. And I will say it's not just sportsbook, it's also casino. The great thing right. about Ontario is we also have iGaming and online casino. And what's actually really exciting is Two days ago, we launched our live dealer product. So now you can go on to PointsBet and same wallet. You're able to play Sportsbook and Casino all in the same app. And now a part of our incredible Casino product, now we actually have live dealer games too. So it's really about building, learning, and growing. And that's the only thing that we ever really wanted to, to, to happen over the first four months of existence here. All right, so would you agree Nick's actually pretty good at this, so we may have him back as a semi-regular guest? As long as he makes sure to shave his head before... Yeah, that wasn't says. part of the deal. I, 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 don't have, I don't like talking. Yeah, right. Uh, thank you very much for dropping in. We will have you as a, a, a semi-regular guest. And if you have questions for Nick or us, the way to reach out is either our Twitter handles or points, points Bet's Twitter points handle. Points Bet Canada's Twitter handle, yeah. I'm at Jory Middle. We'll have it up on the screen for yeah. those getting video. He's at Sharp Edge Picks. And you can also email playon at pointsbet.ca. Yes. I got that right? Yes. Playon at pointsbet.ca. But hold your questions for a couple days oh, okay. because, you know, this is our, this is our, our exactly. initial. Our maiden voyage. Our, our maiden voyage. And quite a maiden voyage so far, guys. It's been an honor to share the, the table with you. Great work so far. Thank you. Right on, boys. Thank you very much. Nick Salski, Cheap commercial officer at points bet canada all right back to us again yeah now that we got him off the show let's discuss how we're going to take points bet and beat him for lots of exactly. money exactly that's what we're here to do and and nick's fine with it yeah 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 yeah. all right so a little bit more in terms of background we talked a little bit about how we got here 
but now a little bit more about us, who we are, so you can understand as the shows go on, our perspective, our opinions, etc. Favorite sports to watch and why? You go first. I mean, March Madness in Vegas, I was just there, was, I mean, whenever it was. A but few just days. on a day-to-day basis, what are your, like, what do you watch? What For do you watch? Fun? I watch yeah, what do you the, watch? Blue, the Blue Jays. Okay. I watch... I like college basketball and the NFL just for the amusement right. and the entertainment Jays, value. NFL, college basketball, not necessarily in that order. Uh, I mean, the Jays in the playoffs. I mean, come October, you're talking like I guess we're supposed to mostly talk about the NFL. If the Blue Jays are playing past October 10th, that's pretty much what I'll be talking about. And so you're a big baseball guy. The Jays. Uh, I mean, I grew up loving the... I mean, I grew I'll up ask the, you about your favorite teams after. Just... I, so you're you're call you right you you're really yeah, NFL college sports, baseball the NFL yeah 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 college yeah. football as well yeah, as the, college I, basketball I, yeah and college basketball I like the NBA and the NHL playoffs but I mean the regular season to you're me, not watching mo- a ton of that I mean you, if you're even half decent you make the playoffs and you have whatever so all right well that's another road I'll we'll travel into April. A, another day got it personally for yeah. me tennis and golf well. I'm I'm like an every almost not every sport, but I'm a I have a wide variety of You're sports that I like and watch. However, as I've gotten older, less time, less, you know, to watch sit and watch sports, and I don't have to do it for a living because I used to have to do that. Yeah. Again, not in any order. I actually would still say NFL's probably number one. The NFL's the king. We all know NFL's that. There's number a reason we're doing me. this on Thursdays at the bottom line for the NFL season. I'm a big tennis and golf guy. Play both, watch both, uh, and watch a lot. And then when it comes to the other major professional sports, as I've gotten older, I'm more of a, a home team guy. So Leafs, Raps, Raptors, Jays. Not a big soccer guy. We'll watch some TFC. I watch the TFC a little bit with my son. He likes it. One here and there. Uh, You know, big events, yes, and playoffs in any sport. I'll watch any team, any game. Mm -hmm. Regular season, I'm going to stick to my home teams, but Mm -hmm. I will watch them pretty regularly. Okay, which leads to the next obvious question: favorite sports to bet, and why? Okay, well, as a professional, my attitude is, and it's funny, I told my wife on our first date that I would bet high school lacrosse if I thought there was value in it. Right, if there was an edge. And the liquidity pool that, I mean, fixing matches with high school lacrosse could be problematic and a whole different story. Yeah. So from a betting perspective, we're talking about opportunistic betting, and usually the BNC sports and markets are maybe more conducive to it than others. Yeah. From a betting entertaining perspective, I mean, the NFL with the point spread is amazing. College basketball, I mean, March Madness, what goes on there in Vegas. If you're a sports fan and you've never been to Vegas for March Madness, you have to be there. I mean, 9 a.m. the game starts. I've done it. The games are going every half hour. There's a new it's game. Incredible. And cheering and the point spreads yeah. and the dogs. And what goes on there is that's the most unbelievable experience. So you... Your favorite sports to bet are wherever there's value, but will you, like, are there, like you said, the NFL point spread, will you make a wager just for fun because you're watching the game, or you can't do that because it, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't. just goes against everything I believe okay, in. Okay, well, that's what I'm wa- asking. I watch People want to know. Fair enough. So, I mean... It's, it's Sunday night or Monday night, and I don't have a game going. Well, Sunday night, I usually play poker with the guys. So that's a great but example. But the game's on in the background. The game's on in the background, and 
will I make a friendly kind of bet with a guy or maybe like a no big nobody's booking just for fun and yes I'll, I'll let him take whoever he wants and I'll take the other side to cheer for the action and it's fun but I mean I would encourage our betters we talked about gambling responsibly if you don't like a better you don't see value bet a beer with a buddy cheer trash talk enjoy it and search for value elsewhere Right. So just to sum up from your perspective, like if, if there's no angle, no edge, no value, you're not betting. Remember back in the day in Vegas, nowadays everything's on TV. They used to have the game sheet. They'd have 30 games. Yeah. And next to game four, they'd write like ESPN. And next to game seven, they'd write ABC. Because most of the games weren't on. They were just telling the betters which games are on TV because the betters want to bet and watch. And I understand most. that. Yes. But that doesn't jive with doing this kind of properly or professionally for 99% of the listeners. It's enjoyable anyway. So sure. Bet what's on TV, bet your favorite teams, bet on what you like, bet responsibly. If you want to take this seriously, a hundred dollars on the Super Bowl and a hundred dollars on like the college basketball game that's being played in the C conference leading up or there's actually college basketball sometimes going on during the Super Bowl. The green pays the same. I, I mean, it works in the convenience store that when you try to buy milk. Mind, it's such a professional way to look at it, which I'm not. And so, like I said earlier, I'm the guy who, I, there's no question. No, I, I bet it. more. You no, I bet, on TV. No, no, but I bet more on the NFL than any other sport. I almost, I rarely bet if I'm not watching. The odd time I may find an angle on a tennis match or something like that, that I may, you know time zones or different whatever the case may be i may throw a little bit on but i'm not, i don't bet big i always bet within my means after learning hard lessons as a much younger guy when i had hair and uh but mostly yeah it's what i'm watching which leads so next question and then we'll move on favorite teams and i'll qualify that question because and i'll throw out my old co-host randall the handle when he became a handicapper he said, I am not a fan of any team anymore. Any allegiances he had as a young man, whatever, gone. But I know you're a hometown guy. I, but so I you, can separate the two. Right. So, so for example. You, so you have favorite teams, right? I, I grew up in the 80s in Toronto where the Blue Jays were obviously amazing. And I love the Jays and I love baseball. When the Jays played Cleveland in the playoffs, after they came off kind of that first with the bat flips and all that insanity, there was obviously a lot of hype around the team. And back in those days, ProLine was offering their kind of paper odds. And there was a great bet on Cleveland in that playoff game. And some soccer dogs won that day. And I had like 20 grand riding on the, the artist formerly known as the Indians. And I had my buddies coming over for beers and food. And the J game is on. And I'm supposed to be cheering for the Jays in the playoffs. But So I have, were you? I have 20 grand going on... You know what? It's just it's just weird, and I gave up on it, and, and it's funny. I mean... Did you win that bet? Yeah, Cleveland won that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saved that. Uh, I saved that ticket. I, I right, saved so you're, the So are you tickets. a Jays, Leafs, Raptors? Jay, I'm a fan of all kind of the Toronto mainstream yeah. teams. Obviously, you need an NFL team. I'm loyal. Do you have an NFL team? I like the Bills because they're the local team, okay. and I like the Vikings because my brother grew up loving them, and... Okay. I kind of took it by osmosis. I love the, I love the 49ers as a kid, and I was obsessed with Montana. They won their few Super Bowls. I got more into sports betting, and to me, 
middle-aged guys who cheer for teams besides the local team is a little bit weird. Yeah, so I'm the same. I'm, I'm a local team guy. My, my NFL team are the Dallas Cowboys. Fish. That's it's how you know he's a fish. What do you mean? If a guy loves the Cowboys, no, it's no, like... No. What, that I, you're going to say I'm a front runner? No, no, no. It's like if I was sitting down at a poker table and a guy told me he's a Cowboys fan, I, fi- I put him on a fish. <laughs> like they're mainstream superstar. Okay, so hype. the quick reasoning behind it is very simple. I, start, I was a sports fan from a very young age, and so you watch what's on. Right. And I'm old enough that, like, there was a 1 o'clock game. Yeah, and the Cowboys were on every week. I get it. Right. So, love the helmets, right? Like, I'm talking when I'm six, seven years old. I get it. That's how far back it goes. And I'm not the guy who's going to jump. Like, I went through the lean years for a long time before, you know, they had their run in the early 90s. I I don't know how to tell you this, but they are lean right now. Yes, I know. Two playoff games in 25 years. I'm not bailing on it. The Jaguars have won more playoff games since you've had hair. Than they have. Correct. But I'm not the guy who's going to bail no, and be a be front runner team. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. go to some other team. Yeah. And, I'm, I, and I feel really bad. My son, I didn't push him into it. He inherited it. it. Yeah. He, it's, it's like, it's a like curse. osmosis. Yeah, that happened to my brother. His son yeah. is a Vikings fan. And, right. and it he, happened, so I apologize to my life. son. It is what it is. For the cowboy yeah, thing. You're destined to it. All right. At the, at the beginning of the show, right, I said, uh, whatever I said, welcome, greetings, I'll start them all like that, to uh, sharps, squares, and newbies. If you don't know what a newbie is, that's a new sports better. That's easy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you explain what a square is and what a sharp is. A lot of people listening will know, but some might not. So go for it. The sharps are generally considered to be either the professional or quasi-professional betters, and the squares are considered to be the casual betters. Or, or guys, the I, suckers, the whales, they're all kind no, of lumped into non-sharps. Squares to me are like casual betters, but they're always going to lean to favorites and overs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sort of the public. Yeah, the public side, the public money. If you walk into a sports book and... 90% of the people are cheering for Team X. That's usually the fish side or the square side. And the 10% of, like, kind of loner geeks with the black focal glasses and the masking tape that are actually making the money are the guys quietly happy that the other team is going to cover. So we've touched a little bit upon it through the discussion so far. Like, do you have a betting philosophy? Like, is there, I know you're very numbers driven, Mm -hmm. right? Like, we know each other a little bit now. None of this is scripted per se, but Mm -hmm. so just tell people your betting philosophy. I've already given mine out. I got to be watching and I'm kind of square, although not, I've been, I've been doing this. I'm I'm not square anymore because I've had too many professionals in my ear. Maybe we'll call you like a circle. You're somewhere between. I'm actually not. I'm not a sharp. No, I'm not a sharp. I don't know what's in between. No, but. The influence of people like yourself, Randall, guys over the years, like, I have a lot of trouble betting favorites, especially, like, big juice favorites. So then so you're let's talk shape. about that. So my right? betting philosophy... Like, will you lay a minus 150? Almost never. My betting right. philosophy is zag. Bet the other side, the ugly one, fade the public. So newsflash, the sportsbooks know Brady and Rogers are good. They know what your friends know. They're, it's your friend didn't pick something up like, oh my God, Tom Brady's good. Like the guy's won what? Like seven. He, right, right. And seven lost. Super Bowls. He's been to 10. So, like, it's, 
Yeah. You know he's 45 and there's nobody else in the NFL who's 40? There's like, nobody left that's 40? Not even a kicker? Nope. Not even Kinker is at 40. He's 45 and he's like a stud. It, he's unbelievable. I'm going to have to look that up. Anyways, the sports books know this and they inflate the line. So you bet the other way. Last year, for example, in the NFL, the underdogs, I have the number here. They covered 52.6% of the time. That covers big. Right. That, that, that would, that's your break. Juice. That's your is break that even. weird that it landed? That isn't 52.6 the number? That's the number. With a, with, a, yes. with a regular 20 yeah. cent line. It yeah. covers it. So, I'll explain that so later. So to further articulate it, the ugly Detroit Lions that went 3-13 and 13 went 11-6 and six against the spread. Okay? Detroit's as ugly as it, as it gets, right? They're going to be a little better this year. Uh, yeah, they're a popular pick this year. But getting tons of points and losing by a few points is amazing. Yeah. That's the goal of the operation. Yeah, no, the you Lions, just want the, the check mark. The Lions lost to the Niners so, by eight as an eight-and-a-half-point dog. They lost to the Ravens, Vikings, and Bears by only two. They lost to the Browns by three and the Falcons by four as a seven-and-a-half-point dog. They covered every time. That's 11-6 record, which is amazing, even though they had a shitty 3-13 and 13 season. That's what you want, the so ugly. You're, you're always leaning out of the gate, dogs, unders. Player, player props are a different story with we'll get to as we evolve on the show so let's but, talk a little right? more let's talk a little more about the unders who bets and cheers for zero points who wants Nobody. nothing to happen you've never been to a sports book and seen a running back on first and 10 run into the line get three yards and 30 seconds off the clock and somebody being like whoa that's awesome go under there are people that do, are but doing that's that that's what you want <laughs> Unders came in in the NFL last year 53.4% of the time. Again, you bet those blindly and you turn a profit. It's not going to be like that every year, but you're getting an extra half point. You're getting an extra point. And as we're going to discuss and we're going to talk about this later when I give a couple bets, line shopping matters. Points matter. I also obviously love the big dogs with the big prices. Okay, so that's more traditional betting, sides and totals, right? The game result. The total points props including in certain sports player <clears throat> excuse me player props are just exploding i could have asked nick about that but i know i'm seeing and reading the numbers just keep climbing in terms of the overall handle how much is being bet on proposition bets if you don't know mm -hmm. when i say props i'm talking about proposition bets how do you feel about props because i i, I i'm gonna partly answer for you I know you don't like the vig or the juice on prop bets, but because of the plethora of offers, isn't that where you can sometimes find your edge over the books? So you can get your edge over the books in a couple ways. You're right. Some of the sites will lay minus 120 on a side, which is a little high. Minus 115 is okay. You can maybe beat it. The advantage is, like you said, you can only bet a game or a side or maybe a half or a quarter. But if there's 50 player props... You only got to bet one. The beauty is you can pass. Yeah. Nick and Corey are going to have to set lines on literally, like I'm looking at the points bet right now. There's like thousands and thousands and thousands of bets that they got to put up. All I got to do is find one or two <laughs> yeah. where they made a mistake and I can bet those. It's uh, so Warren Buffett. I don't know if you saw his documentary. He talked about him versus Ted Williams. And Ted Williams, when he hit 400, said, I could hit... 500 on the pitches in the right part of the zone, but sometimes they're high and outside or low and inside. Buffett goes, 
That's my edge on Ted Williams. I can pass a hundred times before I crush one. Ted Williams can't do that because he'd be called out on strikes. That's the advantage the sports better has. The only advantage you have versus the book. You might have to pay VIG. Nick and Corey put up a thousand bets. All I got to do is find my two or three favorites a day and pound those. And that's really how you approach it. Overall, not just prop proposition bets. In prop general. bets, overs, unders, dogs, tennis, golf. It doesn't matter. CFL, AHL. I don't know if they offer the AHL. Some guys used to offer the AHL. Do you guys offer the AHL? Good. Looking forward to hammering some AHL bets come uh, November. So is there a limit? I'm just not talking point spread because point spread's a little bit different, but like from a money line perspective in a lot of the sports, you know, you bet money line. Mm -hmm. Is there a limit as to a favorite that you'll bet? Like you won't lay, like would you lay, I said minus 150. I, I don't love it. When you lay minus 150, you got to win 60% of the time to break even. In professional North American sports, with salary caps, with parity, Everybody congregates closer to the mean. Like you translate it into baseball. That means to win 60% of the time in baseball, you got to win 96 games, right? You got like 60% of oh, 162, right? You got to win 96, 97 games. It's really, really hard to do. Laying 150 or, and these guys that lay, I mean, DeGrom was like minus 450 to the Nationals and lost. I mean, when you look a list of the biggest favorites in baseball, when you got to win, especially baseball lane favorites is a disaster of disasters of disaster. I mean, I get the philosophy in the NFL when every game matters and the good teams win, but I'm a big fan of going the other way. I mean, I, you'll, you'll see some of the bets I give out tonight, and I mean, I like getting two to one and stuff like that. There will be picks on each and every show from Harley, but they may be minimal because, as you just heard, if he's not finding value, he's not making a play. Um, last thing, and, and we're going to cover stuff as we go, and we hope to hear from the listeners because we want your questions, feedback. What do you want us to talk about? You know, what do you want us to answer? How do you feel about parlays? I Again, I'm going to partially answer because we've done some shows together somewhere else before. I know you're going to immediately say only if they're correlated, and but, the talk, but talk a little bit about parlays because they're super popular. I actually like same-game parlays. Okay, For me, that, they're a lot of fun. That's a whole different ballgame. So there's three types of parlays, and yeah. we've got to put them in three silos. The traditional parlay where I'm betting the 1 o'clock NFL game and parlaying it with the 4 o'clock NFL game, or maybe and, a and, baseball and game. And maybe adding the Sunday nighter for a three-gamer. That, to me, is not advisable because you're just multiplying your volatility for no reason and there's no edge. So that's not a good idea, seriously. Having said that, if you want to bet with your kid and you just want to bet five bucks and show that you can win a hundred bucks and you want to put uh, one and two, four, eight, sixteen, eh, call it four or five gamer together and cheer for lots of stuff, cool. Or maybe you tell them we'll bet a couple games at four o'clock and maybe uh, if you were still alive at eight o'clock, you get to stay up late and that's kind of the bonus. <laughs> Go for it for fun. The second is the correlated parlays you talk about. I'm a big fan of those. The reality is traders and books right now have gotten so sharp that those, for the most part, don't exist. If and when I find them, I'll hype them, but that's rare. The third type is the new advent that Nick suggested, which is the same game parlays. 
Those are really fun. That's where you parlay. Will the Jays score at least five runs? Will Vladdy get a hit? Will Bichette get an RBI? Those are obviously very connected to each other. The books know those are connected to each other. And the odds reflect and that. And the odds reflect it. So they're fun to cheer for for a casual fan. They're very exploitative if you're really, really sharp, but your math and your numbers have got to be like A1A when it comes to regression and correlation and stuff like that. And you, so you'll give out a correlated parlay and explain that when maybe we're looking at same if, game parlays if, for NFL games sure. coming if and up. When or, they come up, sure, happy to do that. Okay. Last thing before we talk to the head trader at, at uh, Points Bet Canada, Corey Travers will join us shortly. Um, bankroll management. This is probably the most important thing we'll talk about today. How do you advise new bettors, casual bettors to manage their bankroll? You can talk about unit betting, which we're going to do. And we're always going to give unit bets so that we can track your results. And it'll all, it will be given, we'll tell you what happened on the previous show, where you stand and how many units you're playing on any bets you make. But just tell people how to manage their money. Okay, so for, we'll start with casual bettors. We'll transition to unit. And then if you want to hear how a pro does it, we can talk about it or flag it or whatever you want to do. For a casual better, ballpark speaking, I'd say bet 5% of your bankroll, your notional so, right. bankroll. So decide what you're willing to wager over a period of time. Say it's 100 bucks. So let's over, say, right? Let's say you decide that you're going to fund your points bet account with $100, and that's what you want to use for the NFL season. Right. You're not going to put in more money if you lose it. You're not going to... It's $100 for the NFL season, and then come the end of the NFL season, you can decide what you Points want to do. Points bet wants you to do more than 100 I'm just kidding. I'm but sure. go ahead. Listen, this is... We'll start small. We'll start responsibly. You want to bet about 5% of your bankroll per bet. 5%. So that'd so that's be five, five bucks. bucks on your 100 Max 10%. And way less than that for long shots or futures. So if you have $100 in your account and you want to bet 5 or 10 bucks on an NFL side or like a minus 120 or a plus 130, sure. If you're betting... I was going to give a dog, but I'm not giving my <laughs> bet on the dog. Whatever. You want to bet the Jaguars to win the Super Bowl at 100 to 1? That should be for a buck. I, right. I mean, if they win the Super Bowl, that's 100 bucks. That was your whole bankroll. I mean, good luck to you with that one. But stranger things have happened. Oh, yeah. So, and you can't make 25 bets a, a week at five bucks or you're going to go bust either. Keep it to your five or six favorite bets a week. Bet five. If that. Five bucks a game. We're talking for casual guys. Yeah. And, and, and you're playing well within your means. That's what I would say for a casual better to do. And when we talk about unit betting, it translates into the same thing. Right. So if your bankroll is 100 bucks and you're betting 5%, that's 5 bucks. One, One unit. unit is $5. And we're going to get into this later. You can have half unit bets for dogs. You cannot have three and four unit bets. That's for touts. That's for hacks. That does not work. That's not your five-star bet the farm. I, I'm willing to risk my grandmother's nonsensical <laughs> crap that you... They used to have those seven-star yeah. bets and nine-star. Yeah. What are you talking, like gold sheet? Are you talking yeah, like yeah, the yeah, gold yeah. sheet days? Those? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're old. Yeah, a long time ago. If, if people know what the gold sheet is, or then Cash they're... Palmer's Red Book? Yes, Cash, old friend. 
Uh, hope he's doing well. Um, yeah. Okay. Did you want to? Is there is there betting philosophy for sharps? You don't even need to give it because they're sharp. Well, the truth is, the betting <laughs> philosophy for sharp is if you want to try to do this for a living, you need minimum of like a hundred thousand dollar bankroll. Yeah, you, you need want a to bet roll. about three percent, which is three grand. The bad ballpark speaking to start. Find two three bets a day. It translates into you betting about three million a year, and if you can make a three percent edge, that's ninety grand. You need 50,000 living expenses put away elsewhere. I mean, the Sharks would know what we're talking about, and you're not commingling, and it's a lot more complicated than that, and it's tough. All right. So the last part of this is something that is very important, especially to the casual better and those who have accounts with books like Points, Points Bet. You just talked about, you know, a little promo that they had, and... Do you agree that, because you're not a big fan of parlays, I think we established that. If you can find a correlated parlay, okay. Tough. To, they're but very tough to find now. Do you agree with this philosophy? It's one that I live by. If you get free bets or bonuses, is that the time to bet things like parlays? Like take a free roll, if you will, as opposed to just make, like say there's a $10 free bet that points bet gives, puts in your account, you know, offers you, Right? I'd, ha I'd have to. So I know where you're going with this. I'd have to read the terms and the conditions. You know what? We'll do that better next week. I'll get a few different types okay. of promos that points bet sense. Because sometimes, for example, they'll send you a promo where if you lose, you get the money back. Right. In which case, you should bet a huge dog because. If, or a big or a high paying parlay. High parlay. Okay. Sometimes principles protected, in which case maybe that's one of the few times where you do bet a favorite because you get the money back. A lot of it depends on the terms and conditions on how to best exploit bonuses offered to you. All right. So we'll, we'll put a little uh, asterisk beside that, and we'll come back to it at a later date. Right. All right. Let's now uh, welcome in the guy with hair, the only guy with hair that you're going to see today, Ooh. I think. Yeah. <laughs> what? Bald is beautiful, right? You believe that? There he is. Look at that nice head of hair. Yeah, he's young, though. This nice. is... Uh, well, I had hair like that. Uh, how old are you? I'm 31. 31? No, oh, I did not good. have hair like that at 30. At 21. This, 21. Is, this is Corey Travers. He's the head trader at Points Bet Canada. And he also... He'll be more regular than Nick. He'll be with us pretty much every week or one of the other traders... Right at yeah. points bet, you've already got your backup guy. We, we got, uh, yeah, I got, got the guy. backup. Yeah, I got. Can we hit the rookies up? I, I wonder if he's got vulnerable traders. You know how they used to, they used to pick off the vulnerable dealers, blackjack. You know they'd like flash a little bit of the cards. You'd sit in the anchor position, or that's how I exploited bet three six five. I was making a hockey bet, and it was five a.m. in England when I was firing these bets. Right? Who the hell gets the five a.m. trading shift? Right? So. Yeah. Well, so you guys can certainly talk numbers as a trader. I'm sure you're a numbers guy. Yep. Um, and like I said, we're going to have you on every week, especially during the NFL season, because we want to know why lines are moving, where the money's coming from, those kinds of things. But first, um, we're also going to ask you kind of each and every week for like uh, an inside story from PointsBet from a better, like 
who hit a big parlay or has anything like that happened in the last few days? Sure, yeah, a guy got oh, a. Got one. I, 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 actually, I happen to have one ready. Uh, it's funny that you ask. Um, so yeah, uh, a guy got a little saucy. Decided to put three hundred and fifty dollars on a five-leg parlay. Uh, it was uh, four tennis matches in Cincinnati last week, as well as a uh, Jays money line. Uh, it was four favorites. Uh, the Jays, that was a stripling start where he took a no-hitter into the seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the best uh, start of his life. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, and uh, Shapovalov was the one underdog of the tennis bets, and it ended up paying uh, just under $4,000. So a little over 1000 to 1, or 100 to 1. one. Ten to one. Sorry, what did he say, bet? Oh, three, three fifty. Yeah, so yeah. more, yeah. So like a twelve to one, eleven, yeah. twelve to one. Yeah, that's not good odds for a five yeah. gamer, but yeah, he's betting. Favorites. Good for him. He's a lot of favorites, favorites. A lot of favorites. Yeah. Good for him. That's a that's a big win. All right. NFL season hasn't started yet. CFL's underway. You got baseball, tennis, golf, soccer. Just like. Where's most of the action right now in what is generally a quieter period, right, right, for, right. For, for, for books? It generally is a little bit quieter. Like, obviously, baseball takes a lot. Baseball is the king of the summer. Yeah. Uh, tennis takes a lot, actually, too. It's pretty uh, popular with higher-staking clients. Um, it's really, and I'm sure you know this, it, tennis in particular is extremely, extremely popular uh, betting sport in Europe. Right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you're starting to see some of that traction here now. You're starting to see a lot you're of tennis action. Starting to see it here too. Yeah. Say, like in Europe, it's right after soccer. Yeah. Um, but actually, we've seen more handle on tennis than we we do on soccer here. Interesting. Uh, it's actually just right under baseball for us right wow. now. Uh, although we are starting to see some action on NFL preseason. It actually got about two and a half times as much handle as uh, CFL did last week. Now that's really? a little deceiving. There's four times as many NFL games. In a right. Slate There's as only four CFL, CFL games a week. Exactly. So not quite as much per game. A regular CFL game is about 70%. Or sorry, a regular uh, NFL preseason game is about 70% of the handle of, of a CFL game. Uh, but then just for context, a, uh, a Blue Jays game takes about twice as much handle. And that's every day as, as each CFL game. So, yeah, so the Jays are taking game. twice the handle. So And I mean, and they're playing twice as many games weekly as the whole CFL offering. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the Jays single-handedly are kind of 4Xing the Jays. The, the Jays are big. The Jays are big. And I'm sure. assuming guys are mostly betting the Jays, especially uh, in Ontario when they're playing pretty well. For sure, yeah. Everyone likes to bet on the Jays. Uh, you know, we see a lot of Jays player props. We actually have a pretty good offering right now uh, where we just kind of rolled out a new uh, baseball uh, uh, interface, basically a product improvement where we have more player props than we did in the past. Uh, so those are popular. But, yeah, just in general, on people picking money lines and, and overs, uh, Jays games see a lot of action. Hmm. The Jays tonight are, I'm looking at the stream right now, they're minus 180 in Boston. In Fenway. Oh, it's Gosman tonight, right? Yeah. What are they going for the sweep? Yeah. yeah. They won the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won they the first two. The sweep. Yeah. In Fenway, minus one eighty. The over under is nine. You're not bet. You're not laying minus one eighty. I already know. No, but I I will sweat the game. I, I mean, I, yeah, that's. <laughs> but. All right. I don't like Boston either. I mean, the reality is Boston's got to win this game at plus one fifty forty percent of the time to break even. It's just a pass. They, they, they're just mediocre. It's not good couple other quick things because we know you have to get back to trading yeah um number one i'm sure your expectations are that that 
NFL handle will dwarf anything else once the regular season kicks off. For sure. What about college football? U.S. college football. College football, we expect what, like, to take a expect? lot of handles yeah. as well. Um, obviously, like our, our compare, we haven't been operating here in Canada during any football season, so we don't know exactly what to expect. Uh, but in the States, uh, college football does see a significant amount of handles. Yeah. Not nearly on the level of the NFL, of course, yeah. but uh, basically after the NFL, on a game-by-game basis, it sees as much as anything, if not more. Uh, so, yeah, we expect college football. We think, you know, the betting public likes college football probably a little bit more than the general public, too. Like, people who are, who are betting are probably a bit more likely to watch a college football game than, than just a regular Canadian non-better. Um, yeah, I might yeah. agree with that. And we kick off Saturday, Northwestern Nebraska at 12.30. Points bet doing oh, anything yeah. social? So, so hold on. So this is the opening weekend of uh, college football in the U.S., yeah. but it's a very limited schedule. Very limited. And, in fact, none of the top 25 teams are in action. You just alluded to the biggest, probably the biggest game, right, is Nebraska-Northwestern. It's in Ireland. For sure, yeah. So, big, uh, big 10 matchup over in Ireland. Uh, we actually do have a promo for this uh matchup where starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time, we will have a zero juice uh, total points over under for that game. Uh, That's until kickoff at 1230. Uh, So three and a half hours of zero juice on the total points over under. Nice. That's And right now the number is 50 and a half (laughs) at points bed for this. Thank God you brought your laptop. This clash. Take me too long on my phone. This this clash of, I mean, I don't know if you know, they were both horrible last year. They both were one in eight teams. I mean, Northwestern, it's understood. Remember how good Nebraska used to like Nebraska used to be a powerhouse. With that running and, and a couple Tommy years Frazier. ago, Northwestern had that real, they, they had yeah, a couple really every, good yeah, years. Once every like 10, nowhere. 20 yeah, years, yeah, they yeah. come out of nowhere. But yeah, Roger Craig's not coming out that tunnel anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, no, uh, no, they're much better known for producing broadcasters and journalists than uh, professional athletes at Northwestern, although some of their athletic programs are pretty decent. Before we let you go. I want you to talk about something unique to points bet, and that is name a bet. Explain. Yeah, name a bet is a pretty cool thing that we do where uh, anyone really can just uh, click on the name a bet tab on our site and then just request any bet that they want. Um, so they can create their own bet. Create their own bet. Now, you're not creating the price. That's, yeah. that's my job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can create the bet. Uh, and then the trading team will look at it, uh, say, you know, if this is something we can do, sometimes for compliance reasons uh, or just because, like, it's, it's extremely out there and probably not worth our time, we won't do it. But in many cases, we, we honor it and we put it up on site and then you can bet on this thing that no one else has because you had to request it specifically. Very cool. Very and, cool. and so we're going to try and come up with some of our own. We're going to ask you to maybe come up with one each week. So for I'm sure. putting you on the spot. Yeah. Be ready. No worries. I don't know about next week, but for sure for week one. You're going to have to come up with an NFL name of bet. All right? Would love to. All right. Thanks, Corey. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Again, Corey will be a regular with us. Which brings us to the point in the show now. Again, this is more of an introductory show, who we are, what we're about. Talk about points bet because we're powered by Points Bet Canada. You do have a couple picks, though, for us, don't you? I do. I got uh, one NFL exhibition bet for you, and then I got one college football bet for you. Can I just say I will never bet on the NFL preseason unless I get some kind of crazy insider knowledge 
I will not bet an NFL preseason game. It's like I just again the dollars spend the same way as the dollars spend know, on the Super Bowl. If you can make money, no, I'm saying if, they, if somebody gives me a real edge, okay, so let's I'll consider if, it. But otherwise, no. Let's see if I can sell you on this one. All right. The Ravens have won 22 in a row. I saw that. That's insane in the preseason. 22 straight preseason games. Yep. And now it's become like a sense of pride coming, for yeah, them. Yeah, see, my read is everyone knows this, and it's starting to inflate it, the line. Okay. You're zagging. The, their opponent is the Commanders. Do you even know who those, those guys are? Yes, the f formerly known as the, the blank. Yes, I'm not going to say. Oh, it. you can't even say the. Well, no, they were. They were. They're formerly known as the Washington Football Team. There you go. That team <laughs> is playing them. The price is plus two forty in a preseason game. Plus two forty on Washington. Okay, that's how out of control. What's the spread? The spread is here. I'll check on my. Uh, it's gotta, they got to be like almost a double digit. No, not quite. No, no, they're probably, no, they're probably about seven. Yeah, I was going to say six. Probably and around half. seven. I'll tell you exactly what the spread is. The spread in this game is six and a half. They're six and a half point favorite yeah, in so, the preseason. There you go. I was right. Look at when that. When the over under is only 39 and a half. I'm going to take Washington plus 240. It's I gotta a huge preseason price. Oh, you're taking it on the money line. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for half a unit. Okay. To make 1.2 units of profit. So you're plus 240 for a half a unit. And I like, remember, people, we're gonna we're gonna recap we're gonna all the picks. We're gonna track my bets always. Yep. I want to make two critical points. One, when you unit bet, we talked about this before. You got to bet half units for bigger dogs to right. balance things out. Right. Second point, please line shop. This plus 240 price was at points bet this afternoon, but it was only plus 230 at FanDuel and DraftKings, for example. Extra money is huge. This bet's expected to come in ballpark 30% of the time. 30% of the time, and you get the extra 10 cents is 3 cents or 3%. That's your edge. It's a fine line. Yeah. This is a grind. You got to take the points bet plus 240, not somebody else's plus 230. And you have a college bet? I do. I like the under 44 in Wyoming versus Illinois. I'm going to lay the standard 110 VIG at points bet, risking 1.1 units to win one unit. So it's uh, minus 110 and it's one unit? Yeah, under 44 in Wyoming, Illinois. And do you have a reason behind yeah, of this course. bet? Of course, I got three reasons. <laughs> For starters, this line's 43 and a half at some other places. So again, the 44 is nice. 24 20, 30 to 14. If those are the finals, you push at points bet, you lose at some other places. But the three reasons I like the bet one, we discussed this already. I like betting. Unders, because most people bet overs and cheer for points. The lines tend to shade a little high. Two, by college standards, this is a relatively low total. It is a low number. It's almost pushing people to bet the over. Don't fall for the sucker bet at the sportsbook. Go the other way. Three, it's an opening game in college. For people who don't follow college, unlike the NFL, there is no preseason. This is the first game. People are rusty, players are rusty, and playing offense when you're rusty is harder than D because it requires timing, right? Yeah. A cornerback is by himself covering a receiver. The receiver and the, and the quarterback got to get their timing pattern right on the slant. So when your timing is a little off and you're throwing incompletions, etc., it doesn't add up to a good formula. Running the ball into the line of scrimmage is more reliable and takes the clock. 
add it up. I'll be cheering for nothing to happen on Saturday. The clock tick tick down, and Wyoming and Illinois under 44. All right, so there's two picks on the first show, and they're not till Saturday because we're here on a Thursday afternoon. So hopefully this will get out everywhere, uh, and you'll have time to make the play if you want to follow Harley. Remember, the preseason game, the Commanders against the Ravens at plus 240 is a half a unit, and the under 44 Wyoming-Illinois Saturday college football game is a one-unit bet. So I'm risking 1.1 units to win my unit. Yes. Correct. Okay. Which brings us to the right time to say this again. We're going to say it probably twice every show. I'm going to use the points bet language because we're powered by them. And again, points bet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience. But if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connex Ontario helpline at one 1- 866-531-2600. Again, 1-866-531-2600. Or message points bets, amazing customer support, and they will help you personally. You want to reach out to us about a problem, question, comment? You can get me at Jory Middle, and Jory is J-O-R-E-Y. I have to say it. That's my Twitter handle. Harley is at Sharp Edge Picks. You can also reach out to us uh, play on at pointsbet.ca but still wait a, a couple days on that one but again reach out to us a- on af- Twitter. after the college football <clears throat> and NFL games on Saturday are winners you can fire an email to that site alright um, we want to say some thanks producer Jordan thank you Nick Salski chief commercial officer at pointsbet Canada Corey Travers, the head trader at PointsBet Canada. We thank you. We thank you, whoever's listening and watching. Please. What about the bottom line? we got to thank them for hosting. I'm not done yet. I'm getting hungry and antsy. I want to get my wings already. I've had enough. Jeez. Show some patience. No patience. Rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. Let us know how we do. We're going to come up with a hashtag. I guess it'll be hashtag play on. There you go. We just came up with it right now. There you go. Hashtag play on. Do all the social media stuff. I also wanted to say one other thank you to our great host here at the bottom line, which is on Front Street, downtown, literally next door to the Hockey Hall of Fame. We'll be here each and every week, late afternoon around 5 p.m. on Thursdays. And this will be my other standard line as you've come to know. For Harley, I'm Jory. May all your picks be winners. Ours too. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley, powered by PointsBet.